welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with life coach and energy coach, Linda Armstrong. Today is Friday, February the 28th, 2020. It's 4 p.m. New York time, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And once again, I'm happy that the weekend is here and we get to actually start to relax. At least that's what I get to do. Well, sort of. I actually have quite a bit of work to do this weekend. But that's right. I'm trying not to think about that today. <laughs> so how are you doing, Linda? Things going well in your neck of the woods? I'm doing good. Today's been a good day. Very busy yeah. day. Um, things taking go. You know what it is? You just have to go with the flow. And how are, um, I keep yeah. thinking, well, this is the way this day is unfolding. I'm just going to go with it. Because rather than you know, kind of fight it or or, or think that it's wrong, I'm like, mm-hmm. what if this is exactly perfect, right? Yeah, that's so true. instead of all those things, because I know you said you have a lot of things you want to get to, instead of thinking about all those things I want to get to, because there's a bunch of things I want to get done today, mm-hmm. <laughs> and these other things were just taking so much longer. I know. Um, I just decided eh, it's perfect, exactly as it is. And that's I'm going. Exactly I'm rolling it. with that. I agree with you. That's exactly it because that's how I've been feeling too. Like, oh my God, there's so many of these things. And that's not a good place to be in if you're trying to be a conscious creator and have your life go smoothly and lots of good things happen one after another. So you're right. You got to stop. You just kind of kind of come to stop and say, you know what? It's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. Not a big deal. Or maybe even ask, you know, what's right about this? And I did notice during these things that I was doing um, that I, I was actually feeling an energy that felt really good. I'm like, oh, this is like when, and it was bringing me back to a time when things just flowed real easy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, so I'm getting that energy for a reason. So nice. I'm just going to go with that. That's like my sign that, um, yeah, stop fretting about the stuff. You know, what's important? What's important? It's beautiful, sunny day today. It's still cold, but it's beautiful and it's sunny out. <laughs> And we're on the uh, the upswing when it comes to the warmth of the weather because things are starting to get warmer and haven't had a whole lot of snow this year. So, I mean, Louise and I are already thinking we may open the season a little bit early because spring may let us do that this year. You know, so Maybe. Yeah. You never really know. This week we have some 30s over the next two or three yeah. days, but then it's in the 50s again. That's right. Yeah. Like, how does it get any better than that? that especially this time of year here in the yeah. Northeast. Yeah. No doubt about that. So, yeah, good things happening. Um, another good thing happened today. Uh, every once in a while, I, I take a look at the numbers of the listeners of the podcast to see how we're doing. And I decided to do a year over year comparison. So this February to a year ago, February to the year before that, the year before that. And I found a really interesting pattern. If I go back to February 2017, our average listenership per episode was 90 listeners an episode. If I go to 2018, that increased to 156 per episode. So we had a nice jump that year. And if I go to 2018, it jumped to 185 per episode. So a pretty good jump there. This year, we're averaging around 550 per episode. So we've got this big curve going on. And I'm thinking, boy, that curve continued one more year. We're in good shape. We're in really good shape at that point. And so let's ask this. How does it get any better than that? I I don't know, (laughs) but I'm I'm excited by the possibility. The universe will tell us. It'll (laughs) happen. Yeah. I mean, you had been talking about wanting to grow exponentially, right? And, and it's sharing happening. it, you know, and it's happening. There you it's go. It's happening. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. So, yeah, good things happening. And plus, we also got uh, a message from one of our listeners. She, uh, this is Beth, who's actually written in before. She said that uh, she still loves the podcast, even though she misses Neville Day. We stopped doing Neville Day because Cindy and I kind of ran out of Neville books to do. 
But she says, I love, love, love the most recent one with Cindy about relationships. She's so awesome. I have to agree with you, Beth. She is awesome. This morning, she says, I listened to you and Linda when you talked about Elon Musk. And, and we were trying to remember which episode that was. I can't remember which one it was. But she says, I'm emailing to say that Linda discussed a movie or maybe a documentary. And she mentioned the author's name. Want to look up this movie. I was driving while listening. And for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it or the author. I went to look up the episode and I can't find that either. <laughs> So I hope you can help. Thanks for doing the podcast and sharing it with the world. I, for one, am grateful for every episode with Cindy and Linda and you, of course. So thank you, Beth. That was a great message to send in. And yeah. uh, fortunately, you did remember which one it was. And and she actually sent me a note after I forwarded that one to you, which basically said it was, uh, she gave me the clue that it was something about a secret. And you had just sent me a link a couple of days ago about um, yeah. This interview on Jenny McCarthy, I think it was, yeah. um, about the movie. And you mentioned that it was Cosmic Secrets. And then you sent I, me an email that says, oh, I think it was Cosmic Secrets. And I think it was last week, maybe even, was that it? we spoke about that. Or I recent. couldn't remember. Very it recent. was recent. Yeah, I remember we had yeah. the conversation about Elon Musk, but I couldn't remember which episode it was. But yeah, so anyway, that was the one. And um, you sent, yeah, you sent me that link um, earlier this week to the Jenny McCarthy interview, which was interesting. I, I listened to it. And uh, with David uh, Wilcock and Corey Good. So let's yes. just clarify who, who Yes, I should say who it is. Right. David yeah. Wilcock, Corey Good. They're the, the two. Uh, I, I guess it's David is who was the one primarily behind the movie. Uh, Cosmic. Yeah, Secret. but he's yeah, but he's, it's a it's a bunch of it's I guess prim primarily. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Corey is also somebody who's involved in this. And it's it's pretty wild stuff. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the reason why you shared it primarily was because they talk about people with vibration levels and and uh, other races that have even higher vibration people and so forth. And that's, that part sounded pretty cool. Um, well, I mean, what they speak about is not new. A lot of people have spoken about this and they go over and document. Our, we were talking about um, how aliens are part of the benevolent beings that are helping the planet to raise mm -hmm. in its vibration so that everybody can ascend. You know, there's a lot of buzz out there about ascension and awakening. Mm -hmm. And these guys, I mean, Corey has was in the secret space program for years and he's got lots of hands-on experience and they talk about this, but they also document other people's documentation of things that have happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, to me, it's just very intriguing and uh, why not? Why are we the only, only humans exist in this entire universe where we don't even know where it ends. So, and I've had my own experience with that sort of a thing a little bit. So for me, it's not far-fetched mm -hmm. um, for some people. They'll never get it until actually something happens and then they're forced to get it. But if you watch, if you've covered David Wilcox or, or listened to some of his stuff over the years, um, you'll see he's been talking about this and that the government does leak things out. I mean, look at, what is it? Area 51. You can't mm -hmm. go there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Rob Lowe did a, uh, he used to have this, reality show with his two kids mm -hmm. and they went there and like they were chased away from the gate like like they actually did their own thing oh is this real like can we go there are you allowed to just walk up to the gate and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. it was a fun they're like half hour episodes i don't know where it was e or something like that mm -hmm. um the channel so you know there's a lot of stuff out there and like we still can't explain how those pyramids were built and why did they have that technology but where did that technology come from? They're like, we don't have the capability to do that as we are now, mm -hmm. but something did that somehow it was done. And my husband was reminding me, and maybe they mentioned that on that interview, but I never hold information that well. That's why I was telling you, yeah, I'm not really the, the great one to talk about this kind of stuff, but 
there's something That's called right. the back. We, we, we talk about a lot of stuff that we don't really know about, so this is nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. unusual. <laughs> have you heard of the Baghdad battery? So it's I like two or 3,000 years old. It was discovered in Iraq. And when they replicated it, when they um, replicated it, it worked. So who knew about electricity two or 3,000 years ago? And when people started talking about electricity in, you know, whatever these past hundreds of years, whatever it is, you you could have been killed for even mentioning it like you're a witch or something. But then oh, look, sure. we're, we live with this every single day and it's yeah. just expanding more and more. When you look at computers are now the technology, there's so much to, and there's so much more. I like listening to these guys. There's a lot of technology that is going to be making its way out. And Elon Musk does tap into this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that we mentioned him regarding this, but we must have. I can't remember exactly what we were talking about with Elon. I, I don't remember what the context of the conversation. He certainly has his fingers in a lot of interesting stuff. I think that probably what we were what we were talking about at that point. Well, or free energy, and there's a guy called uh, Nissim Haramaya. I don't know if I can say his name right. He's been studying this stuff forever, mm-hmm. and he had stuff coming to him as a young kid, and like he, his mind is so advanced because he's tuning into information, mm-hmm. and he always talks about how free energy. We have free energy. It's just we're not allowed to have it yet. We're not allowed to have it. We broke the law. No, (laughs) no, really, they're not letting that out. But he's working. His thing. I haven't followed him quite a bit. Is working on how to get that out to you. Well, one thing. One thing I know for sure is that the hardest thing in the world to hold is a secret. So, I mean, if there is a secret to that to be had, it's going to get out. It's just a question of when. Yeah. Really, know when. Just a matter of when. You know. I mean, anything that one person can create, another person can create. This is not. Yeah. News. You know. I know. Um, You can even go as far as saying, "Well, we believe in law of attraction, right?" Right. Who's to say that's really real? Well, I I do. Yeah. But I can't prove it. Right. There you go. Yeah. And and I think that's really the honest thing to say. I mean, I consider this to be a spiritual practice. What we do here. I mean, it's not a science. We're not conducting data extraction. You know, that's what science is basically all about, collecting data and seeing what the data points to. We're not doing that here. We, we, we kind of do it, uh, what do they call it when you um, kind of do it ad hoc? You're not really doing it systematically, but, you know, you you tell stories about, there's a word for that. I can't think what that word is. But, um, you know, there, there's lots of that kind of sort of informal data. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of yeah. stuff we talk about. Well, but, I mean, even like energy healing, um, actually, I think now they they have they can actually have equipment that can sense the energy in the brain waves and what's going on and stuff like that to try mm-hmm. and explain it to some degree. But you know, I can't even really describe what I feel when I'm working with people. I, I, I know I try. I tried to get you to tell me. You still can't tell me sometimes. <laughs> no, I can't because I get into this very expanded energy and things just flow. I'm just get very tuned in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that happens. I can't tell you how that happens, but mm-hmm. I know it happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Or yeah. God? Can we prove that? <laughs> yeah, people have been trying to do that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. with a whole lot of success, I might add. But um, yeah. yeah, so it's it's interesting stuff. It is interesting stuff, and it I mean it kind of there, there's like a there, there's a lot of interest in both in the political realm and the non political realm in the scientific realm as well about what we could kind of loosely describe as conspiracy theories. 
Um, and a conspiracy theory, in my mind, everybody has a different definition, I think. But for me, a conspiracy theory is it's kind of a form of spiritual um, exploration and speculation. But it's, it's also usually tied to some kind of a horrible thing that's going to happen or is happening or is about to happen. And everybody should know about wow. it. And it becomes this really big, big deal like that. And, you know, as a, you mentioned, we we believe in the law of attraction. Well, as a believer in the law of attraction, one of the first rules I follow is if there is something coming to me and I don't like it, the last thing I want to do is give it any energy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not interested in that. You know, so most often when I'm presented with a conspiracy theory, my first reaction is to think, okay, so what doom and gloom are they trying to sell to me? Because I'm not interested in that part of it. But there, the other flat side of, of these conspiracy theories, some of them have some very interesting speculations. And when you look at it just as speculations, a lot of people look at conspiracy theories like, oh, we got to prove this thing. This, this thing that we're looking at, we're going to give you proof that it's happening because it's true and everybody needs to know that it's true. And to me, that's, that's like, that's not where I'm interested in going. The interesting thing from my perspective is if I speculate about something, and yes, I recognize that I'm speculating about it, I'm not trying to prove anything. Am I learning anything from it? Am I getting anything from it? And is it on a topic or, or, or is it about something that I like, that I enjoy? If it is, then yeah, sure, let's look at the thing. But let's also keep it in perspective. And, and that's really what the point I wanted to make today was, you know, there's lots of interesting stuff out there. It's really cool that we're getting more and more people tapping into a lot of the um, uh, the nomenclature, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the stuff that we talk about here on the show, we're talking about vibration, lower and higher vibration, talking about living in higher vi vibrational levels, people who are perhaps advanced in, in ways that many of us don't even understand yet because they have been able to raise their vibration to such a happy level that they just live there all the time. That's really cool stuff. That's interesting. I like that. So yeah. I like looking at that kind of thing. Well, you and know what? That, that's the good part. But but um, lack of proof is not proof of lack, right? <laughs> well, so. sometimes it depends what you mean by lack. I mean, if you mean it from the LOA perspective, it can be actually. But I understand what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, so like some things don't have to be proved. You don't have to prove that God exists to get the benefit out of that. But mm -hmm. this thing, when it comes to aliens helping us to evolve so that we can ascend to whatever that next thing is. Um, did you watch that whole interview? I did actually. I had to watch it in pieces. Yeah, yeah. but I, I did watch. It. Um, you know, it's just like I, I kind of feel like even even for those people who don't quite get it and don't maybe believe that could be so, it doesn't hurt to listen because when things do get disclosed and more and more of this stuff leaks out, you, you you're gonna be like, oh, okay, you know, I heard something about. So this mm -hmm. is it. Okay, instead of being like shocked, and that's why the government pieces things out because if it's like some other some other beings whatever you might call that from some other place were to just show up all of a sudden people would go like crazy i'm don't don't not so sure about i don't think so actually that that's you don't the kind think of thing people you see would it? freak out Nah, i think a I lot think of so. people who are very close to anything outside of this material stuff uh, might just lose it in some way or get fearful of it and when it doesn't need to be a fearful thing there, because all those movies some. but all those movies out there most of them make it seem like it's an evil thing or something they're going to take over and you know i agree you with know, that, that kind yeah. of thing so yeah they definitely do that but it, yeah. I, by the same token we have to remember movies are created 
for the dramatic effect that they can create. So they always show the crowds going crazy. But when you yeah. actually look at what happens, even in the worst disasters, I mean, look what happened during 9-11. You didn't have a whole bunch of people running around saying, oh, my God, the world's ending. What you had was a whole bunch of people trying to help other people out. You know, so so people didn't panic like crazy. Does, no, doesn't you, mean that people weren't traumatized by it. They were. Yeah, but, but a lot of people. They didn't react in the way that you see in the movies is what I'm saying. Right. But a lot of people did go into fear. Sure. And that's, oh, yeah. why, and that's why Muslims were like beaten everywhere that had they were just gentle Muslims. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, sure. Because that was created by the fear that came out of that. But, but, but my, my point is that that was a small percentage that. that engage in that behavior. The large majority yeah. of people didn't go into panic mode. Yeah. Every, I think everybody was feeling the fear, but that doesn't mean everybody went, you know, off their rockers. They actually right. kind of held it together pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what, what normally happens. The, the thing I just like to remember is, and this is true for this kind of theory. I mean, there are, there are right-wing conspiracy theories, there are left-wing conspiracy theories, there are all kinds of them. And most of them, like I said, have this, this side of it. It's like, oh my God, I got to tell the world about this terrible thing that's happening. Everybody has to know about this. The funny thing is, those terrible things that they're all pointing to, if they simply understood how law of attraction worked and said, you know, I really don't want to keep focusing on negative things and telling the world about negative things because I don't want to bring those negative things into my life. Well, actually, I think a lot more people would be interested in the conspiracy theories. <laughs> I really do. Because, you know, what, what happens if you take, like, I'll, I'll, one of my favorite ones to look at is global warming. That's, I can kind of put that into the, the conspiracy theory thing. And, yes, I know a lot of people feel, yes, it's fact. You know, the world's going to pretty much be in devastating shape by 2050 and so forth. But it also has a lot of the characteristics of a conspiracy theory. And by that, I mean, look at all the doom and gloom about, it. oh, my God, the world is going to end. We're going to have, you know, oceans flooding and all this other kind of stuff and species are going to be disappearing and, you know, populations around the world are going to be devastated. Doom and gloom on a massive scale. And they keep focusing on it over and over and over again. Well, from a law of attraction perspective, I say to myself, well, that's not a good thing to keep focusing on because regardless of whether the theory is true, you're going to help make it true. You're going to bring it about just by focusing that way. Whereas if you turn it around, and you start focusing on, okay, well, we've had these indicators that you know, this, some, this could not possibly be not a good direction, but maybe there are some benefits in it. Maybe we can actually focus instead on what we would like for a climate. I mean, how about that? Wouldn't it be interesting if we actually had a climate control specialist come along and say, you know, instead of trying to scare everybody about what's going to happen by 2050, I'm going to tell you about what kind of goal I want to accomplish by 2050 with the climate. Yeah, that would be and, a completely different experience. And uh, I would I would say what I in my my perspective and point of view is that I'm just going to trust that this earth knows what it's doing and that it will sort itself out because I and mean the earth things that happen on the that. earth are to shift the energy and to, and it, it sorts itself out. So I'd rather send love to the earth to support yeah. it with um whatever it needs exactly exactly yeah Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the speculation speculating is great that's part of creativity that's part of human imagination i mean one thing you can say about these conspiracy theories they really show off the range of human imagination i mean just reading just listening to the interview that uh, those two guys did with jenny mccarthy they were talking about uh, a slave uh a slave population on Mars that's hidden away in millions of people, both from Earth and from other planets, who are being forced into forced labor to create all this stuff. I mean, this, this is like right out of a science fiction novel, you know? Yeah. They, they, they said 
things like, and I have to admit, some of these sound a little crazy to me, but they said Star Wars was a documentary. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. They said Star Trek, um, Starfleet Academy is actually in creation right now and people are signing up for it. And I'm thinking, okay. Yeah, but well, you interesting. Know what? there's probably quite a bit, there's probably, they probably have some, tr some truth to back that up with. And I'm well, sure perhaps. it's in the different books and the things that they're doing. Um, yeah, it does but, sound crazy, but, but really, but my, my point is that, is that it, not that it's crazy. It shows the range of imagination. Look how far people are able to take imagination. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. Thing. Where does imagination come from, too? Like, if you can tap into a thought, that means it's possible to create, right? Isn't that what sure. Abraham Mamelo says? Yeah. So people who are thinking these things up, are they thinking it up from past lifetimes and experiences that they know of? And it comes out through this word now in this book or whatever. You know what I mean? Anything's possible yeah. along that line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the way I look at it is I really do believe and think about humans as being what most people call God, because we are connected to source energy. We are part of source energy. And I consider that to be God. Okay. So in that sense, we all have God power. Well, yeah, we all have God power. Of course we can create. There's no limit to what we can create. There, yeah. there are truly no limits to imagination. The only limits that exist are the ones that we put in place. Right. And that means we can remove them. Um, and also with some of these sci-fi shows, you know, they're saying that it's been drip fed to these people to put into that. That's how they get the information out to the public little mm -hmm. by little so that we don't freak out when things totally change. And they're saying it could happen within our lifetime. So we'll see. We will right? see that. So hey, the it's proof just is more information the out there, right? This mm -hmm. cornucopia of information that you can digest and see what sits right sits right with you it doesn't mm -hmm. like i've had have you ever done any past life um regressions i've seen other lifetimes that i've experienced and i've seen where i wasn't in a human form mm -hmm. so to me it's not so far-fetched because i remember when that one came through when i did that i was not really in this world yet and here all of a sudden all this memories are coming back about i don't know, did i ever tell you that I think you I did tell, tell me this story. story early on. The, I think you told me, yeah. The thing where, um, you know, it was like, it's like tracing back some kind of trauma that happened now and where, and they take you back, like, you know, what's an earlier time when this happened, an earlier mm. time when this happened. And all of a sudden, like, these thoughts are popping in my head and this whole, and I'm like, and th this person could tell that I was having these thoughts come up because they use it like an e meter. You hold these cans and there's, it's the wires are connected to a meter that's, monitoring the electric charge mm -hmm. so they know when something when you're thinking something and yeah. so this guy would say so what's that i'm like nothing <laughs> i was not gonna say <laughs> what i was picture what i was seeing in my head because i'm like this is freaking weird you know <laughs> and i didn't want to i just i didn't want to say it so but the but it kept staying there it wouldn't go mm. away he's like well what is that don't just tell me this is no big deal whatever whatever you're seeing whatever it is just tell me i'm like Okay. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> I said, well, I'm fighting with this kid, but we don't look like we do now. Mm -hmm. And and we're in this kind of like a spaceship and has a big window, like in Star Trek and looking out there, you know, and then I start telling the whole story. There's these, like this little spaceshipy thing flying around and me and this kid or being or whatever, we were the younger ones. We're fighting over who gets to go next. And the guy's like, okay, good. And then you see anything early and, and it blew so much more, so much energy off of when I actually said what I saw. Sure. And because there was charge to the fight I was having, that mm. emotion was there. Mm -hmm. So by seeing it and talking about it, 
and, and putting it out there, I, the energy blew. I mean, that's what happens. You look at it, the energy blows. So, but I didn't understand that back then. I just, I could feel it, but I didn't know what, what the heck was happening. Um, yeah, there's a lot, of, then, a lot of stuff that comes to our minds, whether it's through something as a formal process like this or just through general, you know, daydreaming that we can't even begin to understand where it came from or what, what the thought means or what is it connected to. That just, that just happens. It's just, yeah, that's part of being a creative being. Creation yeah. ideas come to us. Where I knew that it was really real, because I could feel the emotion attached to it. Like it felt real, like this really happened, but I didn't really understand that this could actually really happen mm -hmm. at that time. I do now, mm -hmm. but this is, this is like 30 years ago. So I would, the next, I was living in California and I was working at Knott's Berry Farm doing oh, yeah. the graphics around the farm. Right. Because I was doing just graphic arts back then. And uh, I'm driving on the freeway and all of a sudden it hits me that this being that I was fighting with is my older brother in this lifetime. Oh my. And I was like, and I felt it. I just, and it overcame me where I was sobbing. I had to like get mm. off the road because I couldn't drive because it hit me so hard. Oh my God. That's my brother. Luke. That was, that's my brother. I don't know how, but that's mm -hmm. who it is. I mm -hmm. just knew. So, you know, when you have some experiences like that, it's not so far fetched. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, I think just about every idea that ever has come to mankind, whether it came into fruition or not, was at some point considered by somebody to be far-fetched. The right. idea back in the 1950s, the idea that a human being could run a mile in four minutes was considered far-fetched. Absolutely. And the, the, the hundredth monkey story, you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, or did you ever so see examples. that? What was that called? The split? Uh, that there's that one study where they were, looking at um, particles being blown out of this thing and, and it just had the same pattern. It would shoot through the, through. I mm -hmm. wish I could think of it. My, I could ask my husband. He could tell me in a second and they put it. So it would just do the same thing. Oh, oh yeah. The light would split somehow and it would form some kind of patterns. I don't know what it was. And it was consistent. But when they put a camera in the room to watch what was happening, it did something totally different. Right. The observer so, effect. Yeah. So when it was uh, being observed, it changed. Yeah. Why did I bring that up? Well, because that, monkey. That, that's at, actually at the core of what we're talking about here, because the, the observer phenomenon, as I call it, uh, is is a really well-documented one. It, it, it basically came to us first through the theoretical explorations of, of um, quantum scientists who were trying to explain why it was that they could they could do an experiment and in that experiment, an electron would appear here. And then if they did the experiment in another way, it would appear over here. It was the same electron at the same time. And that was the key thing that threw them off. At the same instant in time, it, it could be in two different places. And they couldn't explain that. And over time, they've come to realize that that behavior actually happens a lot with high vibration uh, particles. Yeah. Which, of you course, ties in directly called, to what we're talking about. I just checked that. It's called the double slit experiment. Yes, so yes, if you yes, that's have right. A, if you want to have a better understanding of that, you can just Google it and you can mm -hmm. watch videos on this. Um, yeah. In fact, the concept of uh, the scientific concept of, of Schrodinger's cat is tied into the same thing. It's a thought experiment along the same lines. But yeah. yeah. And, so, and so quantum physics is actually starting to prove this stuff that used to be so-called woo-woo, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I, quantum <laughs> physics used to be considered woo-woo. 
when when Einstein first proposed the idea of the general and special theories of relativity, there were a number of leading scientists at the time who said he was, they actually published papers saying he was nuts, that he was absolutely crazy. And yeah. as time has gone on, his theory has at various times in little various pieces has been proven. Yep, it works here. Yep, it works here. Yep, it works here. Yep, it works here. So, and, and that's what science does. Science collects data over time. So the data has been coming along and showing that, yeah, the theory actually was pretty accurate. Right. And then also, um, was it Einstein? I'm trying to remember. Would get information in his dreams, right? And maybe it was even the e equals MC square. I'm not really sure. But hmm. while he was asleep, he woke up enough to etch whatever it was onto the bed frame. Oh, I remember that story. Was yeah. that Einstein? I can't remember who that was. Yeah. I do no, remember Newton. that story. Was it Newton? No, no, it had to be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. So this and Tesla, I mean, Tesla, you know, the things he was coming up with. It's all coming from somewhere. They're getting the information from somewhere. So are those benevolent beings downloading information to them? Yeah. Why not? Could be. Could be. Guides and angels. Like, what are they? You can feel them. You can sense them. You can receive messages from them. Um, but you can't you actually can't. Physically see them. Hey, the way well, I not look everybody. at it is, some people can. So they say, yeah. I've actually met a few, but um, the the thing that I look at is we're all connected to source energy. That, so we have ultimate the power. The, we have the connection to ultimate power. We all have that at all times. So to me, I, it, it almost doesn't even matter how it shows up. The fact is, of course, it's going to show up. If we're all connected to right. infinite right. power. Right. It's going to come through one way or another. It just we we may interpret it as having come through one way or another because that's how it made sense to us. Right. But it's still coming through. It doesn't matter so how. If the information exists somewhere else in another galaxy, who knows where? Because we can't even, we don't even know where the, any of that ends, right? It's, it exists. So mm -hmm. if it already, if it exists, you can tap into it. Yeah. I think it's important to have all of us um, kind of pat ourselves on the back in that way because we, we as humans have a tendency to externalize our own powers and say our powers are really in the other hands the hands of other people, you know, maybe it's God, maybe it's uh, government people, maybe it's spirits, whatever. And, and sure, everyone has that power. So in that sense, that's true. But let's also remember, we've got the power. The power is inside us. All we have to do is connect to that, you know, and, and, and then we're just as powerful as anybody else. We're just as able to come up with this stuff as anybody else. Do you remember that song? And it says, we've got the power. And then yeah, right. would go, I would, I used to have a, a it's called, what was it? LOA, LOA, uh, I don't know. I had a radio show. I can't remember right now. Live LOA or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, on Block Talk Radio. In fact, those episodes are still up there. Uh -huh. But that was my music. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know anything about copyright or it mattered. <laughs> I had a, I made a bumper beginning and ending with that music. It was perfect. I loved it. Um, yeah. You're, you're probably all right because unless you were charging money or having paid advertising, then you're covered under copyright law. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good idea to, in general, to be respective of the people's copyrights. But it was it was great music for that, right? Mm, yeah, saying. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, music has had a huge influence on all of our lives. Louise likes to say that often. She makes she turns it into a joke. You know, some very often she and I will be thinking about the same tune independently, and we'll realize we're thinking about the same tune. And her response will be, "Hell, oh, music hasn't had any effect on our lives, has it?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which is true. You know, we, we all tap into that same thing. But yeah, I think it's fact. The fact is, it's fun that anytime that we've got these stories coming along about people who are 
using the terminologies that we use here and, and are exploring the, uh, the exciting side, the, the really intriguing and fun side of learning to be a conscious creator, learning how to raise vibration, learning how when we do that, we gain more and more control over our lives, understanding how all that works and then applying it. That to me is the best part, learning to apply it. All of that, as as more and more of that comes out, it's just a good thing. I mean, have you heard about um, the Secret movie coming out? Uh, another one? There's another movie, yeah. Uh, Rhonda Byrne has been working with some people in Hollywood, and there's a movie coming out. I believe it's due for release on April 17th called The Secret Dare to Dream, and it's a fictional story. In other words, they've, they've created a movie movie based on the concepts of The Secret, but showing how they play out in the lives of the characters in the movie. Yeah. It reminds so, me of what I love are um, Abraham Hicks books, the Sarah books. The, yes. There's like three of them, right? I love those books. And it's, you know, it's very fantastical and geared towards children, but it is acting. It is exactly law of attraction being played out. Yeah. 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 And I think we're going to see more of that as time goes on, which is exciting. It's fun to be a part of something kind of ahead of the curve. I never really thought about that when I started the podcast that, well, I'm going to be ahead of the curve when I start this podcast. I just wanted to start the podcast because I needed to talk about the subject and I needed to kind of work on myself and so forth. But yeah, it is kind of fun to be on, you know, kind of ahead of the curve and seeing this stuff come along because we're going to see it more and more and more. And it's just going to be a fun ride to enjoy while it's all coming out. So good stuff. Good stuff. So anyway, Beth Ann, thank you very much for sending in that comment. You look at the conversation you started here. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I pulled out a bunch of decks. I don't know what the hell, what the heck they're going to say, if they're going to have anything to do with this whole conversation. Well, I don't and see I, how they can miss, actually, today. I, <laughs> well, and I pulled out, a, for some reason, I pulled out this deck that I haven't used in a while. Okay. And Angels I really, and Ancestors. Yes, by Kyle Gray. He's a young guy. Um, Angels and Ancestors. And uh, I don't know. See what it says. I'll just pick a card from here. I've got some of my regular decks out there. Too. Well, we already know you are quite intuitive about which decks to pull from because you always have that ability to just pull the right card. I know you say it's not you, it's being handed to you, but nevertheless, you, you tune into that really, really well. Yeah. So there was a reason why you grabbed that deck. We'll just have to find we'll, out what it we'll is. We'll see what happens. I mean, in fact, I was working with a client the other day, and at the end, I thought, let me just pull a card for her. So I pulled this card, and... It was like broken heart reverse or something. I'm like, oh boy, what's this going to mm. say? And we're working on relationship stuff. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the card was perfect. All the trauma and the hurts regarding relationships are in the past. You're free to move on. I'm like, oh my God, uh, this yes. is great, right? Yeah. Very and, good. You know. All right. So let's see what this deck wants to say. Okay. All right. And what do we get? White witch, be the light. Oh, okay. And she's got an owl with an owl with antlers. Owl. Is that what that was? Yeah, he's got antlers. Okay. <laughs> yes, he does. That's pretty wild. Okay. Well, let's see what this one's all about. Uh, let's see. Does he put a number in here? No, I think they're alphabetical. There it is. Okay, and that was upright. I don't know if it matters if it's uh, in reverse. I haven't used this deck in a while. Okay, so the message is take the higher road and choose the light. Remove yourself from lower energy experiences. So the white witch card represents the maiden aspect of the triple goddess of paganism and modern Wicca. The maiden is a gentle, innocent, and pure aspect of the goddess, a loving soul 
who wants nothing but the best for the whole earth. Here she's joined with the horned owl, showing that she is willing to respect those with more wisdom and experience than she has. But she is also willing to trust what she feels to be right within. Wow. Mm. That doesn't hit home, right? Right. Yeah. With this card, you're being reminded of the goddess within. Then there's an extended message that says, no matter what is happening to you or around you, you have a choice. Choose not to be pulled into dramas, bickering, or lower energies that are just going to limit your joy. If you're surrounded by people who are hostile towards you or someone else, or you are in a negative situation, perhaps in your workplace, you're being invited to be the light. You are an incredible person who can really bring light. So how can you change the energy? Can you redirect the conversation to love? How can you protect yourself? How can you help the person that is being picked on? Or are you the one who is guilty of causing a drama? You will know the answers. Know also that you're being encouraged to shine the light that you were born to shine, to share. Yeah, well, that's pretty interesting. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense, too, because when we deal with stuff, because we've been talking about subjects that can be kind of overwhelming, and you, you, you hit upon the fact that people can become overwhelmed by it. When we deal with overwhelming stuff, it, we need that perspective. And that's what the, the card is talking about. We need to have to maintain that perspective because perspective is how we kind of gather in that new stuff and accept it and, and not right. let it overwhelm us. And plus this whole thing with especially what um, Corey Good and um, David Wilcock are talking about with the ascension, those with a high vibration are going to move into this higher space and the very few, because, you know, they say you have to have at least 51% of your interest is in helping somebody in some way or helping the planet in some way. And then you're good to go. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those others that carry a very low vibration may not have the same opportunity or might not move into the same type of space, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call that. I, wanna, I don't want to get into that right now. But that's the whole thing. You want to live high vibe. Yeah. For lots of reasons, because when you're in that high vibe, you're helping other people to be in that higher vibe. And only good things can come from a higher energy, an energy with peace, love, joy, appreciation, gratitude, all of that. So um, but but I love how in the beginning it says, see what feels right within you, because only you know what feels true to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people might hear some stuff like the things we were talking about and think a part of them thinks. A part of them will say no way because they think the group out there is like no way it's crazy but maybe some part of them says but i don't know what about it maybe there's something to it but sometimes we don't allow that voice i've always what? had that voice i mean since I, I, I was very young i'm like this can't be it there's got to be more than this how can I, this I, be only thing I, I like the statement that carl sagan made on that he says it would be an awful waste to have all that space out there and nobody in it yeah. <laughs> and that makes a lot of sense. It's really true, you know. Well, and it doesn't make sense to me that there wouldn't be. How? Mm -hmm. How is it just us? It, it, it seems kind of odd if yeah. that, that were the case. I mean, it's not impossible. And I actually would be okay with it either way. Anything's because, possible. Because, I mean, if you really look at it, you can look at it the other way, that if you have all that empty space and there's nobody else out there and we're the only living beings in the entire universe – well, that just means we have so much more room to grow. So right. uh, lots of room for expansion here. <laughs> but still, in an unlimited universe full of possibility, how can mm -hmm. that be? You know, how can we limit to just that? 
It does, that doesn't make sense to me. And the beauty of it is because we are creators and we do know how the law of attraction works, we can create it either way and it will be true. So it's up to us. Do we want the universe to be populated? Well, then if we focus and believe and, and turn our minds to that, then it will be populated. It already is in our minds and it becomes true in reality. So yeah. we can have our cake and eat it too in that sense. Right. And then you could even take it further with the we are all one. We are the God energy. It, it, why would it be just limited to this form? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I would think that uh, there'd be all kinds of different ways to express ourselves physically. There doesn't have to be just one way. That would be kind of limiting, yeah, to yeah. say the least. By the way, um, Daniel Mangana, who does the Tuesday and Thursday shows with me, um, was tuning in and said, I, would, I love this topic. I was writing about this in one of my books. So we, oh, we cool. tapped into that with him. And uh, Jenny was asking about the Sarah books. Um, and Jenny, the uh, spelling is S-A-R-A. There's no H on it. There are three of them. Um, they're by Esther and Jerry Hicks. The first one, Sarah book one, is Sarah Learns the Secret About the Law of Attraction. The second one, I'm reading off of Amazon. The second one is Solomon's Fine Feathered, Featherless Friends. And the third one is Sarah Book 3, A Talking Owl is Worth a Thousand Words. So look on Amazon and you'll see the three Sarah books by Esther and Jerry Hicks, which is Abraham Hicks. And they are awesome. I remember playing them for my son because at the time he was young, like when they first, when they when I first heard about them, I don't know if mm -hmm. it was when they first came out. Um, and we're, we would take a three and a half hour drive up to some land we had in upstate New York. <laughs> Those books would be on. We would not want to get out of the car, you know, and we listened to them quite a few times. They're really really awesome mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you want to keep listening because you want to see what happens next you know yeah okay we so look, have, I, before go you go on we also have another person commenting so this is josephine i'm sorry i don't recognize you but i'm glad you're here welcome to uh, joining us on the show she says i've been reading a lot of classic poetry lately and i can't help but connect it to people like neville and murphy etc a great topic for an episode we'd be comparing poetry and new thought that's an interesting idea so thanks for bringing that up she says, also, I want to thank you all for inspiring me to start a, a YouTube series. Very good. Where I read poems inspired by the teachings of Neville and Joseph Murphy, Lawrence Scoville Shin, etc. Good for you, Josephine. That's fabulous. Well done. Yep, totally. Yeah. More and more people are getting into this. It's great. I love it. So I picked a card while we were talking, and it's from the, the Ask Your Guides. Okay. And the card I got was... This is a Sonia Choquette. Okay. Yeah. Compromise, master teacher. Ooh. Okay. Let's see how this so, ties. This is going to tie in. I'm sure of it. Let's see what it says. All right. So it's about concession, fairness, democracy, and neutrality. Uh, your master teacher is reminding you that nothing is entirely good or bad, even people, and that every person has their own version of reality. <laughs> <laughs> which may not necessarily agree with yours instead of arguing with or feeling wronged by those who refuse to submit to your point of view, give up your righteous and rigid, rigid demands and broaden your perspectives to include the interests of those you struggle with. Now mentally move towards the center and open your mind to look at the situation from all the, all of the points of view. Although it's not easy to, although it's easy to feel indignant and defensive as you deal with your current impasse, the truth is that no one's trying to harm you. Instead, your detractors are simply supporting their own interests and priorities, which are different from yours. Rather than react emotionally to their resistance, strive to understand them. Be mindful not to 
be overly self-centered, however justified you may feel. Mm-hmm. Strive to be fair instead. Your master teacher's message is accept that your interests are no more or nor, no less important than those of the other people around you. So the only way to progress to higher ground is to compromise. It's a, it's a great point. I mean, I, I'm not sure I would have called that compromise. I think I would call that simply coming to terms with your own stuff, which yeah. is, I think, I, I think of that as being a little bit different, but compromise, I'm okay with the word. Um, but I love uh, the message behind it for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, the, the message specifically talks to people who are resistant to wild and crazy ideas from other people. But also, by the same token, it speaks to the other people who have the wild and crazy ideas. Like, okay, you got a wild and crazy idea and other people aren't accepting it? Relax. It's okay. You don't have to go prove everything to everybody. You know, everybody needs to kind of take a breath. Well, I actually feel it's really speaking a lot to not being to being non-judgmental, to moving out of judgment. And the only way really to raise your vibe and live high vibe is to drop judgment. Exactly. And to just come from love and understanding. So maybe compromise could be the word, but Mm -hmm. we tend to look at that in a different way. But if the motive, the compromise is just that, well, I don't have to judge that person just because they don't think the way I think. Yeah. Exactly. And if I let it go, maybe I can hear more of what they actually said. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people shut off and they don't even hear really a word the other person's saying because they've already oh, yeah. made a decision or a judgment as to what it is and might be missing a whole huge nugget of something that would support them in their life in some way. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. That can definitely have. It, and it's it's a challenge. Let's be perfectly honest. It's a challenge when we're presented with stuff where some of the stuff presses our buttons to hear it out to hear the rest of it because we're so focused on oh there's that button that got pushed again never mind that they're giving me this golden piece of gold over here i'm i'm focused on this one hot button thing that they pushed on right but you know what the beauty of that is especially with the work that i do is that that's an opportunity for you to see what what programs are running within you that are not supporting you so whenever resistance comes up it's like oh well thank you because now i can release that yeah. I don't have to keep holding that so I can keep getting triggered by everybody who acts in a certain way. Right? So really mm-hmm. is it 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 doesn't feel like it when it happens, but it is a way if your awareness is open enough for you to go within and say, "Okay, why is that triggering me so much? Like where mm-hmm. have I experienced something like that? What can I let go of?" And it's one of the things that Louis D'Souza was was uh, hammering on this past Monday talking about the great beauty of of contrast and, and really just embracing stuff that he doesn't like simply because he loves the fact that it makes it clear to him, okay, I know I don't like that. Great. Now I'm ready to do my next bit of expansion. So what yeah. do I like? Yeah. And so an easy way to do it is access consciousness way where it's like, okay, interesting point of view. I have that point of view, even though you're not sure that you do, you, you may be aware that you do, but if it's triggering you, there's something within you somewhere that that's connected to that's true yeah so just by saying, without that and just by saying interesting point of view i have that point of view and saying it like a bunch of times over and over you start to feel lighter and literally the energy is releasing yeah you can do this stuff for yourself that's cool that's good stuff i like it yep all right i'm going to we, my, we my got a, we got a while from jenny by the way i just had to tell you that we got a oh while. yeah yeah oh cool <laughs> i'm going time is it we have time we have a little bit of time i'm going to go sure. to my favorite deck here okay the energy oracle. That's the one I think I got for Louise, actually. Yeah, is it? I think it is. Yeah, wait, who who made that one? Uh, Sandra. 
I'm not sure. It looks, it kind of looks like it, but uh, I'm not 100% Sandra sure. Sandra Ann Taylor. I'll have to double check it after the show. Well, the back of the, the, the back of the cards look like this. And the cards look like this. <laughs> I think that's the one. Yeah. We've, I know we've gone to that but one. I gave you, on I gave, I'm sure I gave you this link, this link because it's one of yeah. my favorite decks. Yeah. Well, that's what I asked for when I was yeah. doing the shopping. I said, give me, what's the best yeah. one out there? What's the one you like the most? Mm -hmm. He said, well, this is the one I like the most. <laughs> I think I gave you a few. Probably, I, I probably put this one up at the top. I think so. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we get today with this one. Oh, Jenny had a comment. She says, the discussion on compromise, understanding others, shows how I would like to be able to deal with those who have opposite views, especially political ones like my in-laws. <laughs> we all know how that one feels. <laughs> you know what? I don't even listen to the news anymore because just, you know, it's forget it. It's a tough it's a one. It's a great thing though. Well done, Jenny. I mean, to be able to embrace that, that, that was actually one of my most difficult things too, because I used to be a very political person and letting go of that has, had really proven to be a challenge. But over time, you can do it just by embracing the way you're, you're describing there. So yeah, yeah you don't have to agree with somebody. Just, you know, you kind of listen to them and, and you, you can keep your own opinions to yourself. It's all right, but you can still accept some of the stuff that they're saying and, and yeah. embrace that part. That's right, because I'm I'm finding that I think that the more I don't really partake in it and I allow there to be different voices, um, then you can actually hear something, say, on the other side that, mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, I can see where they're going with that. I just don't agree with the way they're putting it out there or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, my, my nephew um, kind of went on a harangue over the Christmas holiday, basically took over the conversation in the room and was just going after us about uh, his political views. And we're, we're kind of sitting there and I'm, I'm just keeping my mouth shut. He, he's aiming a lot of it at me. I'm just keeping my mouth shut. I'm uh, nodding in appropriate places. And he finally says something I, I agree with this. And I shout out, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we just got strategy in reverse. Strategy reversed. Okay. What is that picture? Is that a, a quill pen? Is that what that it's is? A, yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Strategy reversed. Okay. Let's see all what right. it says. So let's see what it says. So it's about making a plan. So when the strategy card is reversed, it indicates a stall in progress due to lack of planning. You may have a goal in mind, but no specific ideas about how to achieve it. Or you may have found that your original plans have hit a wall and it's now time to reevaluate things. In this case, remember that the path of least resistance may be tempting but it rarely leads anywhere new. Don't let the mundane tasks of life eat up all of your time and take you off course. Instead of floundering and wandering around in confusion, put some significant mental effort into starting or renewing a comprehensive plan of attack. This card reverse is warning you to get out of the role of passive observer and become the authority and director of your own destiny. Oh, I like that. Yeah. All right. You want to speak to it right there? Well, they, you can't really say it any better than that, Yeah. but you have to, yeah, it's really important to kind of get out of your own way so you can be the leader of your own life. I mean, who else is going to be the better leader of your life than you? I don't right. know of anyone who can do it better than you. Yeah. You know? I, I wouldn't want anybody else to do it other than you. In fact, that's when the cool things in life happen when, we are especially I notice it when I'm I'm being respectful of kids, particularly, but of, of any adult, any person, and I'm just letting them be who they are and then watching 
and amazing things happen when they feel empowered to just be who they are. They, they, they say amazing things. They do amazing things. Incredible stuff. They, they, they yeah. demonstrate parts of their personality I never even saw before just because <laughs> they're expressing who they are. Well, because yeah, that and that one part of saying you may have found that your original plans have hit the wall, and it's time to now reevaluate things. So it's kind of like just open, like instead of having that tunnel vision about something, mm. opening up to many more possibilities that could be there, even those that you kind of maybe thought no way, mm. but you can take another look at it, having dropped maybe the judgment against it, and see what little nugget might come in that True. could really put that focus back into your plan in a new and expanded, better way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it's, it's when we let go of stuff, it's amazing what can come through. It's truly amazing. Stuff that that surprises us comes through is what I find. So. Why don't I pick three cards already? I'm going to do one more. Um, oh, Je Jenny asked an interesting question. Going back, she, she was talking about uh, dealing with uh, political in-laws. Mm -hmm. She says, I would like to be able to ask, why do you feel that way? She would like to, but she doesn't. But apparently, that's all she said. Yeah. I mean, so, go ahead and ask so, it. Why so not? So do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Be, be prepared for uh, an extended answer. You know, you, they may not shut up, but, you know. The thing is, you don't want to engage in arguing for your point of view. You just want to be able to really hear whatever their point of view is. And when you allow them, that person, to do that, they may actually be able to articulate their point of view yeah. in a better way where you can hear more of it and it doesn't like get under your skin. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're asking why they feel that way, because any feelings are valid feelings. So that, that yeah. makes it easy to handle that way. Well, let's, let's do the last card to be, um, trust your vibes. Okay. That sounds good. All right. This is the deck here. I like to show the book because if anybody wants to look for it for themselves, that's another Sonia Choquette. Okay. Yeah. I've got a bunch of hers. Sometimes I have a lot of Colette Baron read, but today I seem to have, wow, I took like four of her decks on my desk. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sonia. All right. So let's see what we get here is mentors and role models. Didn't we have that last week? We had something like mentors that recently. Mentors and role models. Yeah. We had it recently. Yeah, for I sure. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. You know, when these cards come again and again, it's like, you got to pay attention to them. <laughs> it's basically it's like it's knocking on the door again saying, you didn't yeah, pay attention the a, first time. There's more to get from this. Mm -hmm. All right. Which is what we were just saying. When you actually listen again or listen right. to, or actually allow yourself to listen even for the first time without being triggered. Right. Okay. Yep. So mentors and role models. It says, if you've heard that being intuitive is a special gift only for the selected few, then you've been misinformed. Mm -hmm. We're all intuitive. Mm -hmm. Once you start paying attention to your vibes, you'll see that they are, that there are creative, artful, six sensory people all around and they look normal except for one thing. They shine, right? Because they, they can hold more light because they're, because they're, and what is intuition? It's tapping into the light, you know? Mm -hmm. um, if you hesitate to step out of the closet as a six sensory person, look for those mentors who inspire you to navigate the psychic highway with more confidence and ease. Seek out public people who demonstrate that being six sensory can indeed be graceful, creative, supportive, and fun. And that's funny because I know what, whenever you see like a meme go by and it's, it's um, someone famous or in Hollywood and it, they're speaking to things like law of attraction or energy or past mm -hmm. lives, you're like, wow, 
you know, it takes your attention because it's like, oh, good. That person who's got a spotlight is saying this stuff too, right? right? Mm -hmm. So role models for intuitive living are not that hard to find. They're the people who are ethical, humanitarian, and spontaneous. Their aura sparkle, they laugh out loud, and their enthusiasm for life is infectious. Mm. They listen, follow their heart, trust their feelings, speak their truth, and act on their instincts without hesitation. And they encourage you to do the same. Ask them what their secret is, and inevitably they will say, I trust my vibes. Very I trust good. my vibes. Yeah. Well, you it makes sense. <laughs> it, it, it really makes sense when you think about it, because any of us who have done any kind of work to improve ourselves, to improve the way we feel about ourselves, to improve our self-confidence, our love for ourselves and so forth, um, who have done affirmation work, who've done meditation, who've done all the different exercises you can do, we know what it's like when you go through the growth. And when you go through the growth, you, you run into this kind of thing that that card was talking about. You 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 basically are learning one step at a time how to do what the card was advocating that you do. You know, so it actually makes a lot of sense from a, from a, an experiential viewpoint of, of what it's like to be a conscious creator. It makes total sense. You know what? I, 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 I did a video for my, um, month of March energy update. Uh -huh. I haven't edited it yet. And I actually don't remember everything that came through, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty sure the message was a more of the same of that, like really mm -hmm. getting in tune with you and what you know, and, um, allowing yourself to be that energy. Um, I came through in, a, in every, every card I think that I pulled was something to that effect, which is kind of what, what this is saying too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Speaking of which, by the way, I, while we have a few minutes left, I want to make sure I get our promos in, um, probably because of the growth. I mean, I talked about the numbers earlier and I want to keep that upward trajectory going. So I got to kind of get it out there some more. So if you're not yet a subscriber to the podcast, please become one. We'd love to have you be a part of our our little, uh, our large group, our, our growing group here. Very simple to do. Just go to the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net. And at the top of the page, you'll see instructions, usually one or two clicks for most people. And just like that, you subscribed and all of our episodes are coming right to your device every single time we publish them. Plus, you can check us out on YouTube. Just do a search there for LOA Today podcast videos. Subscribe there. Click the little bell so you can get notified whenever we put a subscription out there or put an episode out there, rather. And you, you can actually join us on the live stream like Jenny and Daniel and Josephine and Jeffrey and Nasha and others do, you know, just being a part of the conversation. And uh, we love having people who do exactly that. Plus, we really also enjoy it when people send stuff in, send stuff in like Beth did. Um, in fact, specifically where Cindy Chavez, Beth made reference to Cindy, where Cindy Chavez and I are concerned, we're doing a lot more stuff with relationships on Wednesday. So send in any relationship topics or questions that you have in mind, and we will incorporate that into the show on Wednesday. Plus, you know, write to us about any of, of my co-hosts because we all love hearing from listeners. Isn't it, Linda, when you hear from a listener, doesn't it feel like, oh, oh wow, we're really getting through to these people. They hear oh, us. Yeah. They understand. Yeah. 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 And, and we want to answer any questions you have. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So please do that. So good stuff. Good stuff. This has been a good show today. Can I share so. something I, I just started doing? Yeah. Um, these are inspiration cubes. So I, they're oil painted, right? Oh, and okay. each, each side said, well, that one's inspire. Right. You got a piece. Yeah. Shine. shine. Create. create yeah um yeah i don't know if that's all of them so they're six-sided cubes right mm -hmm. and i just got this inspiration to do this and and i've made like four of these i've put them up on my etsy shop uh so if you wanted to find them just look for inspiration cubes okay. but they're fun because you know i feel like especially when you have like 
kind of down in the dumps or something. You can just like throw this thing up in the air mm-hmm. and then see what word for, oh, shine. Okay, so I'm not letting myself be my true self and shine that light that I am. You know, like mm. sometimes just focusing on that word, like, okay, so what if I decide I'm going to shine for the rest of today? It can start blowing that energy off for you that was mm-hmm. making you feel sunken. So anyway, it's just a fun thing. I thought I'd share. Cool, yeah. yeah. So anybody interested, go look for uh, Linda's page on Etsy. All right. On Etsy, I am called Pure Love Energy. <laughs> Pure Love Energy. Okay, so now we know yeah. what to search for. Very good. Yeah. So, all right, good. Well, it's been a good conversation. Thank you, live streamers, for all of your input. We really appreciate that. And Linda, as usual, thanks for being such a great car reader and for all the insights about uh, you know crazy stuff going on from outer space and all that. Really good. And thing. thank you for being you and sharing every day with people. So, yeah. Well, you're very great. welcome. I've, I, I think the only person who enjoys it more than you is me. So, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.